This show is sponsored by IdealWorkspace.com, which promotes a healthier way of working through their adjustable standing desk. Check out their latest smart adjustable standing desk at Altizen.com. A-L-T-I-Z-E-N.com. Welcome to Analyze Asia, the podcast dedicated to dissect the pulse of business, technology, and media in Asia. In this episode, I speak to Navkender Singh from IDC on Reliance Joe, the Indian telco which took the market by storm and with their disruptive business model and launch strategy. We discuss how Reliance Joe have revolutionized the Indian telco market and where they will be heading next. Hi Navkender. Hi Bernard, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing in India? I'm very well in India. This time of the year is very hot. So, so just you know, enjoying the temperatures. I see. And I'm talking to Navkender Singh, Technology Analyst for IDC India. We have a pretty good conversation the last time. In fact, I have some very interesting comments from my audience who have listened to the conversation and they thought were very interesting when you explained the demonetization and also the smartphone coverage in India. So since our last conversation, what have you been up to? So Bharat, since the last time we spoke, you know, India being an exciting market, lots of things keep on happening here. There is a new thing which is coming up in India called the goods and the services tax which is called the GST, will uh, now replace all the taxes which are, uh, you know, levied till now. So it will be a single tax all India. So those are some of the things, you know, GST is going to impact a lot of sales for all the goods, consumer goods, commercial goods and everything. So I think most of the companies, vendors and the smartphone tablets and every all other uh, PCs and other guys, they are uh, they're trying to see that how the distribution and how the, the retail level distribution and everything will behave after the GST comes into effect from the 1st of July. So it's a single largest tax implementation you know, for so many years in India. And India being such a huge market, you know, it's going to impact, uh, you know, the volumes, uh, you know, for this quarter. So we've been we've been trying to get insights around that. So this particular tax, is it going to override all the existing provincial tax, for example, in different cities or different states for India? Yes. So for example... The value-added tax used to be higher in the southern states, about 14-15%, and it used to be lower in the northern states of India, around 5%. So the companies used to have, you know, their locations, their warehouse and other stuff in the northern you know, states where the, where the taxes are lower. But now it will be one tax, one India, uh, your goods and services tax, and the, and the taxes are defined not by the states now, it's, uh, you know, by the goods category. So mobile phones, they fall into 12%. And you know, so on and so forth for each electronics category and the consumer goods category. That's how they're defined. Since our last conversation, any changes in terms of the coverage of smartphones that you have laid out, like in terms of which particular smartphone is leading the category? So since last time we spoke, Samsung has been you know holding to the lead. They actually grew about you know, one or two percent share in in Q1 of 2017, which is January to March quarter. But Xiaomi has done really well in that quarter, and their phone Redmi Note 4, and then when they launched. Uh, in uh, you know last month they launched Redmi 4. Uh, they have been very well accepted in the market and uh, you know they are doing very well. Oppo and Vivo you know they are continuing their investment in the retail channel. Oppo since then has actually taken the sponsorship lead sponsorship for the Indian cricket team. As you know, India is a cricket crazy nation, so Oppo is a lead sponsor for the for the Indian cricket team wherever they play you know, globally. And Vivo has been for the past three years sponsor of the Indian IPL, Indian Premier League, which is the 2020 format for the India for the India geography. So both of you know these guys are doing very high decibel marketing, and I think it's working for them. These are the two the two three players which are doing very well in the market. So the reason why I got you here today is actually to talk about a company that's of pretty interest to a lot of my audience out there. It's the company Reliance Joe, which is actually a telecommunications company. Can you describe the mission and vision of Reliance Joe? So 
Reliance Jio, uh, see the basic, the overarching mission for them is to realize that digital India vision, uh, you know, which Indian government has, uh, you know, since, uh, you know, government was formed in 2014, Indian, uh, you know, Prime Minister has been, uh, you know, has started this initiative with a digital India in which there are smart cities, you know, there is internet penetration, more households, more people to be connected to the digitally to the internet. So uh, Reliance Jio, you know, the mission is to actually be a part of digital India and show that Indians have the highest quality and the quantity of data access at the most affordable prices. So that's the overarching mission they have, you know, for their existence. Their vision actually spans across five pillars which are actually interconnected. They want to give the best quality broadband network with the highest capacity, you know, at an affordable 4G smartphone and a wireless devices with compelling application and content services, which overall gives a superior digital experience, but at a very affordable and simple tariffs. Considering that India is such a large country and so many people still don't have that power to afford the data prices. Those are the five pillars which Reliance Jio is working on. Affordable devices, wireless and IP devices and quality broadband at an affordable prices. So that's the you know thing they want. So what's the history behind Reliance Jio with respect to the Reliance Industry Conglomerate in India? So in 2005, Reliance Industries is one of the largest conglomerates and uh, you know family group in India. In 2005, Reliance Industries was split into two parts. One part went to the elder brother, Mr. Mukesh Ambani, and one part went to the, the younger brother, Mr. Anil Ambani. So Mukesh Ambani had started Reliance Communication earlier, uh, way back in 2001, when their father was also alive. That part, Reliance Infocom, it went to the younger brother's group. And Mukesh Ambani was you know, holding the reins of the petrochemicals and the oil refining you know, part of the Reliance Industries. In June 2010, the government of India had a spectrum auction, a Reliance Industry Broadband Services Limited. So this IBCL was the only firm to win broadband spectrum in all the 22 zones of India. Now in India, it's divided into states, as you know, provinces, which is called in China or other places. We call it circles. So in telecom, it's called circles. So each state is almost a unique broadband spectrum in all 22 circles of India for 4G. So when Reliance Industries, they acquired this company, they had uh, Spectrum All India, and that's how Geo was, uh, you know, formed. Uh, then they worked on establishing the base for the high-speed optical fiber 4G network only. And then slowly and steadily, then they launched the phones, the life-branded phones, and then they launched the services around September 2016. So that's the you know, whole journey for Jio. What does Reliance Jio operate as a LTE mobile network operator then? So Reliance Jio is a you know, very interesting case. They own Spectrum in 850 megahertz, which is about band 5. 1800 megahertz, which is band 3, you know, in about 22 NNC circles of India. But in 22, all the circles of India, uh, you know, all the states of India, they have 2300 megahertz, only Volti spectrum. So, so it's only Volti company, uh, you know, in the world. Uh, the spectrum is valid till 2035. So that's how it is. So, so they, they are the only 4G player. They don't have 3G or 2G, nothing. So that means they start off straight from 4G, which also means that the connectivity should be pretty fast for people who actually subscribe to the network itself. Am I right to say that? Yeah, absolutely. It's an all IP network. And uh, since they're only on 4G, obviously uh, 3G and 2G you know, is available with other players in India. But they are the only 4G player. And obviously, it gives you faster speeds and faster data experience. That's the whole plank where they're playing on. Just to be curious, because in the context of India, will eventually the 4G network be open to other operators? Or is just going to be Reliance Joe holding the rights to the spectrum then? No, no, 4G is available with other, with other players also. Airtel and Vodafone and, and ID also have 4G. You know, they actually had 4G before Jio also rolled out. But they were sporadically and, uh, you know, piecemeal, they were launching 4G in some cities, doing some pilot cities in some of the states, and that's how we're doing it. Jio, when it came in, 
they had nothing else they they did not have 3g or a 2g they had to launch on 4g so when they launched and now obviously most of the india is covered with 4g about so geo claims that you know by this year mid 90% of indian population will be covered with geo network which will be 4g and all put together i think about 60 70% of india right now is covered with 4g network Okay, that's interesting. So I understand that there is a lot of turnover going on in the Reliance Joe's executive management team. So can you talk about the executive management team as a whole and what has been happening there then? So since launch happened in September 2016 and before that also, there was some exits which happened at the top level also. But I think you know a few of the names which are important and who are the you know important influencers in the Reliance are the gentleman named Sanjay Mashruwala. He's a managing director of Reliance Joe for quite a long time now. Then there is a gentleman named Mr. Sunil Dutt. He's a president for the devices business, which might interest to you know some of the China OEM players. He handles you know the whole devices space for for Reliance Geo. And then there's a guy named Mr. Matthew Uman, who is a president for Network Global Strategy and the Service Development. Now, having said that, uh, you know these are players which are not from the family, but some of the people from the family are also involved actively in the day-to-day activities. Mr. Mukesh Ambani, son, Mr. Akash Ambani. is very actively involved he's a young 23 year old uh, you know boy from uh, he's in gambia from usa but he's actively involved in the top management so these so these are the three four players which are important uh, you know as a stakeholder so actually what are the core products and services from reliance joe to the actual end customer then since it's an all ip network and uh, you know they cover about right on the gear was 75 80% of india's population and it's a 4g only 4g lte network so one of the major thing is the geo 4g broadband and uh, you know that's been sort of a game changer in india so when they launched in september actually shook the market they launched with an offer which said that you need to have a volti device volti smartphone and till march 31st So initially it was launched in December 31st all free you don't have to pay for anything so we have to understand this from the point of view that uh, they are a volti player voice over lte right their voice also is carried over data packets obviously voice when it goes on volti it carries very small data packets it's not very heavy on the network so voice also carrying on data network and when they are giving data free to you you know till about next 3 4 months it suddenly shook the market people stood in queues they wanted to buy a volti phone they wanted to buy a reliance geo sim So that's how it happened. So Geo 4G broadband is one of the major things they have. Then since the inception, you know, when they started about five years back, 2010 and 11, the Volti smartphone or the device system in India was not at all present. Most of the device players at that time were they were launching 2G or 3G device. Now Reliance thought that you know uh, when they will launch, they need to seed the market with 4G Volti devices, right? So if the devices are not there. how would a customer use the sim so they needed to seed the market with affordable 4g volti smartphones they had uh, you know conversations with all china based players most of the big china based oems and then they launched their own series of smartphones called life smart they started about last january 2016 they started launching this so around the time about june or july 2016 and they really flooded the market so second part is a life smartphone business they have then they have the services business which runs on the 4g volti network so it's something called geo app so geo apps is their whole apps ecosystem which is free till 2017 end which includes your geo tv is a live tv services they have about 300 plus channels which are lively you know live present on the on your smartphone on your geo sim geo cinema it's just like a netflix they tie up with bollywood producers and and other production houses geo chat messenger it's like a whatsapp or it's like wechat in china geo music it's a music player subscription model based then there is geo max magazine reader then express news geo security it's a security app geo drive it's a cloud storage app and then there is geo money wallet so it's like paytm or airtel money it's a mobile wallet for you so they are saying that they give the taste of high speed 
voltage speeds on a voltage smartphone at an affordable price to the customer free for some time he starts experiencing that data he starts experiencing these services so that's the whole plan they are doing it so how does the devices business work with reliance jio then okay so the devices business see life as a brand was established in 2015 by jio and it actually works under a reliance retail now reliance industries is a you know the holding company they are into the retail business also they are into telecom business also and there are some other stuff also reliance retail is their retail consumer electronics arm of the reliance industries so life established in 2015 as a subsidiary of reliance retail it operated along with the parent company's flagship venture which is called jio and and it was marketed very closely with jio's 4g services smartphones under the brand and they were launched in january 2016 and went to the market around june july of 2016 these are the 4g enabled smartphones named after the four elements so earth flame water and wind so these were the four sub brands under the life uh, depending on the price category these are mainly manufactured by smartphone manufacturers or the oems who are sitting in china so zeti one of us was one of the players one of the major players were intex at the starting ck telecom and etc and uh, so that's how they started and uh, they reached to about i think number 5 in q3 2016 you know as i guess number 5 also you know one quarter they did very well for about 3 4 quarters and last year so what are the important mobile devices that reliance jio promote for their network then so another device which they are promoting right now very heavily is a jio 5 so jio 5 is actually the dongle so it's actually a mobile hotspot it has a battery of 2300 mah it uh, you know works on the jio sim it connects up to 32 devices at one point of time so you just need to have that that particular device it's very cheaply available at about 30 you just keep it on the table and 32 devices can work on it at high speed secondly what it was when they realized that around q3 2016 most of the arab manufacturers they also wanted to acquire the smartphone customer who is using a jio sim because jio was in play jio was in fashion at that time they they started launching volti smartphones so when jio realized that most of the other vendors are now launching volti smartphones they tied up with these guys also and they had you know some partnership alliances some of the data offers so with samsung intex micromax jioni uh, and everybody that these devices work on jio sim so it's a cross pollination of all the other brands also and now the life brand is winning away now because uh, you know now the the objective of seeding of the volti devices in the market has been almost done uh you know about 90% plus of the devices which are being shipped to india are now volti enabled 4g volti enabled so uh, there is actually no need of reliance jio to remain in this particular you know business because telecom being their primary business and they they will have to start making money from the services and the ecosystem player rather than the devices because devices is a very low margin business as it is so if i am a asia mobile phone oem how do i approach reliance jio for example say i'm a huawei or a samsung how do i talk to them then okay one it depends on obviously samsung is a different case altogether because samsung and uh, your alliance you know versus alliance samsung you know obviously has you know some kind of negotiation power but a chinese otm or uh, you know a brand which is not so popular with the customers uh, reliance jio is a very hard negotiator you have to understand that they negotiate very hard because they are able to provide you scale you know they are willing to place orders of 80 million 100 million units also and they did that in 2002 also in the first avatar of uh, you know when they launched the reliance infocom so one you should expect hard negotiations from jio they really make you work absolute rock bottom prices and margins but in return you can expect volume scale and then it can help you make your operation so efficient that you enjoy economies of scale and you know maybe do some marketing around it so that the brand also becomes known in india 
But hard negotiations, rock bottom margins and prices, but you can get scale and the volumes which otherwise no other player would be able to give you. So I have a very interesting question on this then. So do you foresee Apple would ever work with Reliance Joe given that they want things their way and you're dealing with a hard negotiator like Reliance Joe on the other end? See, that's what I was saying, Bernard. Depends on, you know, which two people are talking. So between Geo and Apple, you know, in devices ecosystem, Apple has more negotiation power. It, you know, it's an interest of Geo to actually be associated with Apple because Apple has an aspirational premium brand value in India rather than, uh, you know, Apple going to Geo and let's do something. Uh, you know, they can sit across the table, but Apple would obviously have, a, you know, upper hand there. But you know, some of the smaller players might not be able to do that. So how does Reliance Joe compare to the other telcos within India? So I spoke about Reliance Joe is a 4G only network. You know, their network, network is running entirely on 4G. To access the network, you need a 4G compatible phone, which is the minimum requirement you have, you know, with Volti support, voice over LTE support. Otherwise, you won't be able to make a voice call. Reliance is, you know, the lineup of live phones. It offers a low cost option. It used to offer a low cost option. And another thing was they launched everything free till 31st December 2016. And then they extended the offer till 31st March 2017. So from September 5th till 31st March 2017, for about seven months, everything was free. This really actually, you know, made a huge dent in the balance sheets of all the other players. That really gave the market shares to Reliance to you. You know, in terms of data, at least data prices are your absolute rock bottom in the world. You know, India now you know, from across the world. Their coverage, they claim that their coverage will be about 90% this, you know, by middle of 2017. They're claiming to cover about 18,000 cities and towns and about 2 lakh villages. So another thing which they're planning to launch is a Wi-Fi hotspot. So they are targeting about a million Wi-Fi hotspots by August 2017. This will be available across malls, schools, colleges, hospitals, other public places, where, you know, if you have a 4GB plan, on a Wi-Fi, you'll have an 8 GB plan. So suddenly, you know, it's a, a very smooth uh, data plan at a very affordable price. For you. Another thing which you're very lost and it's still uh, free voice calls and roaming. You only pay for the data and uh, your voice calls are free because your voice is being carried on data and there is no roaming charges. So we used to have roaming charges, for example, from one province in India to another province. I used to pay, you know, as a subscriber, I used to pay incoming roaming or outgoing roaming charges. There are no roaming charges for an ICU which was followed suit by other players also. Then they have bundled the entertainment services. As I spoke about live TV, the wallet, the chat service and everything. One of the things which was actually a very refreshing thing for a customer was the eKYC. So KYC is a know your customer. Whenever a customer has to buy a telecom SIM in India, he has to submit his papers, his identification, his address proof and everything. It used to take about two to three days normally you know, before Geo happened. Geo used to, they wrote everything on the UID, which is a single number for each citizen in India, about billion plus and counting, you know, already, already on board in it. And they did the activation for the SIM in about 15 minutes. You know, I'm a proof for that. I did that. I have about two Geo SIMs. So it's a very smooth process. The experience was very good. And then the last is the Geo Fiber. So they're planning to launch Fiber to the home. They're planning to enter the DTH space, which is a TV space. So I think all these put together, they are a quite big ecosystem player and they're trying to touch the lives of all the consumer across all the touch points of uh, you know digital ecosystem a customer has. Mobility, TVs and internet and everything put together. And then of course, on top of that, they also put services on top of that particular layer of it. So you won't see it becoming a dump pipe at some point, right? But they have their own services also. So they don't want to be a dump pipe. They have their own services. So once they have DTH or fiber to the home and everything, they have their own services. They're launching their own services. 
and they're very hard negotiating in that also and i think it will you know help because see the whole plan is you give an experience of the free data and good or affordable prices uh, you know to the customer the customer starts experiencing the data the people who would have normally not experienced data they start experiencing the data and the other services and then they slowly migrate to a smartphone they slowly migrate and start using more internet that's the whole plan what are we going to see from reliance joe within the next one year then is it going to be just more coverage or just rolling out of the current set of services and then start charging at some point given that they're giving all their services for free only up to a certain period of time first april on was 2017 first april on they've already started charging to the customer some nominal charges to the customer but yes people like us or people anybody who has got a taste of data now so they used to give 1 gb of free data per day in the free period from september to march you know 1 gb per day is a lot right uh, now you start paying for it because you got a taste of the data you start watching videos you are accessing entertainment services of your smartphone so people are enrolling onto that secondly i think they are planning by august or september 2017 so there are about 550 million consumers in india who are a feature phone user these feature phone users they don't have the use case or the power to afford a smartphone right now and a good smartphone which is for a decent quality doesn't come below $50 or $60 right now in india you know there are phones that are about 45 50 but the experience is not so great uh, these guys are using feature phone which is which is a lot more sturdier with a much better battery so reliance is planning a volti feature phone now a range of volti feature phones now what will do is suddenly you have a feature phone at the same price as a normal feature phone which is about $15 or $20 but you get volti volti means voice over lte so you get voice also on that you're not spending extra on that and you get some amount of data so that you can start experiencing some services in the minimal you know form and fashion so for example maybe facebook lite or whatsapp lite or some of the chat services which can be accessed you know over small screen feature phone is your 2.8 inches or 3.5 inches and then you start experiencing this a year year and a half down the line these customers are expected to migrate to us smartphone at the end of the day so they are planning to do that and i think second point is with all the free services and everything they will start charging for all these geo apps and other stuff at some point of time around exit of 2017 because you know that's a pure business model for them so for the magazine for the live tv and everything right now if somebody is spending money on the dth it's everything is available free on the smartphone with a geo sim and they will at some point of time start charging but right now they are in the acquisition mode they are acquiring more customers Because they're activating sims every day, a huge number, and that's how it's happening, guys. Right? Nafkender, many thanks for coming on the show to actually shed some light on Reliance Joe. Given that I have heard a lot about them from where I am, and also even people in the US are very curious about what they have been doing in India. So, of course, as of all times, help my audience. How do they find you? Thanks, Bernard, for inviting me. I am available on Twitter, Nafkender underscore IDC, and I am available on LinkedIn also. and my email id is nsingh at idc.com n s i n g h at idc.com pleasure to speak to you bernard and you can find me at blongcw at bernardlong.com subscribe to us at analyze asia a n a l y s e you can find us on itunes stitcher soundcloud acast and tune in and of course google play in the us market and tweet to me give us a five star rating on itunes and of course drop us comments from time to time so once again nafkender thank you for coming on the show thank you bernard thank you so much